The Thriving Over Surviving podcast is for informational and inspirational purposes and not meant to be medical advice. Please consult your physician for any medical issues you may be facing. The opinions expressed by guests and advertisers are their own and not necessarily the opinions of Thriving Over Surviving podcast. I would get stuck because the pain in my hips were, was so bad and my muscles would seize up. They would feel like the pain was at a level where I would describe it as it would feel like somebody was sawing my leg off. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of our autoimmune diagnoses, but ultimately how we thrive in spite of it. I'm your host, Edie Sahesian. I was diagnosed in 2015 with multiple sclerosis. I've learned a lot about MS in myself over the past few years, but the most important thing I realize is that I am going to live my best life. MS and other autoimmune diseases tend to be a bit of a bummer if we let them. So why not battle back by finding our joy? When I was 20, I was diagnosed with mono. I had crazy strep when I was a kid too. And you know, I have MS, you guys. So I've been talking to a lot of other people that have MS and doctors and things, and it's a very interesting link. So my guest today, she is going to share how those hidden infections contribute to chronic disease. Her name is Diane Mueller. You guys, her and her husband founded Medicine with a Heart, which is a clinical practice specializing in chronic disease. You all know that I like to speak to practitioners from both the Western medicine side and the naturopathic medicine side. And so she, I'm telling you, is not going to disappoint. She focuses on finding the root cause of our chronic health issues. And as someone who also, get this, has suffered from chronic health issues like IBS, mold illness, and Lyme disease. She's dealing with chronic fatigue, digestive dysfunction, chronic pain. So she knows what us spoonies go through. Okay. She has a functional medicine certification, a doctorate in naturopathic medicine, and a doctorate in acupuncture, you guys. Please welcome Diane Mueller to the show. Hi, Diane. Let's chat it up. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to being here. So tell us about your own struggle a little bit with chronic illness. Yeah, it was a journey, you guys. Like I know so many of you guys know. So at the the height of it, there's a couple stories I like to tell at the height that how how I was at the height of it. One is that my symptoms were so bad sometimes that I would say, sit down on the toilet. This would always seem to happen when I was like on the toilet, like worst time ever. And I would get stuck because the pain in my hips were was so bad and my muscles would seize up. It would feel like the pain was at a level where I would describe it as it would feel like somebody was sawing my leg off. And so I had, you know, periods where my husband would have to come and carry me and lift me and, you know, get me to the couch and get me to the bed. So that was kind of the height of the pain. And the height of the mental component was I was losing like space and time where sometimes I would forget where I would live and I could be a block from my house and be like, where did I live or drive back and forth past my house multiple times, like, like completely just like out of my body, depersonalized, crazy neurological dysfunction. And what's amazing is like, that's where I was. And now in my 40s, I actually feel better than I did in my teenage years. So all of that has been healed. All of that has been reversed. 
it was an amazing, wild journey to get here. But I do really understand the intensity that happens when it feels like something is literally taking over our body. Yeah, it's wild, right? Like you don't have a lot of control over that. And so chronic hidden infections as the root cause of autoimmune and other diseases. I really want to hear what this looks like and sounds like in your practice. Yeah, it's such an important topic because with autoimmune disease, autoimmune disease, we know we have this genetic component, right? And so many people, I hear so many people initially almost blaming their genes when it comes to autoimmune of whether it's Hashimoto's, whether it's MS, whether it's Crohn's disease, whatever it is, it's oftentimes it's so easy to go down this road of saying, well, my grandparents had it or my parents had it, and therefore this is my problem. And while there is an element of truth to that, we certainly have genes and that does predispose us to autoimmune disease. What we now know in research is that the gene has to be expressed. The, there has to be something to actually turn that gene on in order for that, that autoimmune disease to manifest. And so what becomes really interesting in research and science is understanding some of what we call epigenetic expression which are the things that actually activate the gene and make us, you know, then manifest that autoimmune disease. And in research, you know, there's a lot of different things that can activate it. The, there's some of the most studied, you know, causes really come down to various viral infections, but there's other types of infections. There's toxins, there's stress, there's nutrient deficiencies. There's a lot of different things that can actually cause that gene to turn on. And in working with autoimmune disease, a lot of what we do is really identifying the underlying reason for why that gene turned on, why that inflammatory cascade happened. And once we understand the why, then we can actually work to reverse the why. Well, wow, that's really interesting. So are you saying that I probably have a genetic code that said you can get a mess and something else triggered it? 100%. Yeah, 100%. So basically, if we have, say, a viral infection or a or Lyme disease or a toxin from metals, from glyphosates, from pesticides, from herbicides, from a variety of different things, mold another one, all of these different things can actually switch on that gene. And so the other component that we see there's one research study that is um, out there that's fairly well known by Dr. Alicio Fasano, who actually looks and says uh, that there's a triad of autoimmune disease. And in his research, he theorizes that it's the combination of a gene of something that turns on the gene. But the third component that he is seeing in his research is leaky gut. And so leaky guts where we have holes in our gut Things, food particles, you like literally go through that are undigested, get into our blood. We're not supposed to have food, food particles in our blood. So our immune system is like, what the heck? Starts attacking the food. And when we get this huge immune response because of this food not being there, that's also when the, the immune system can go haywire, start attacking our own tissues. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> that does not sound good to me. It sounds awful. So how do we get to that root cause? What does that look like? How do you go about working with patients to, to find that out? Yeah. So from a, from a leaky gut perspective, leaky gut, when we have that permeability, when we have those holes, there's always something that's going to cause it. It's not like the body is just like 
we're just going to do this for no good reason, right? So it's lab testing. So leaky gut, some of the top things we could do are like looking at small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, doing a comprehensive stool culture that's very different than what's done in conventional medicine because the conventional medicine is typically looking for like the big bad guys, you know, the things that are going to really take you down. But there's also microorganisms that are not, say, probably going to kill you, but they can lead to autoimmune disease and they can lead to you feeling bad. And they're not typically checked for by conventional medicine just because the lens is different. So a lot of what we want to do is really take not not just do a stool culture, not just do, say, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth testing, but also really look and make sure we're doing the exact right test that's going to give us the most information. And then we want to look for chronic Epstein-Barr. We want to look for chronic viruses in general. There's a great test called Nagalase that does that. We want to look for mold toxins, other toxins, Lyme disease. But one of the things to really, I think, drive home as people are listening to this is the test that you run is only as good as the quality of the test and the interpretation of the test. So like the classic Lyme test that's used in conventional medicine actually has a 60, and there's a study that shows this, there's a 66% chance of a false negative, but it's the number one test that's being used, even though there's research that says that. Yeah. So really, so I want to make sure that the listeners understand that it's like you're doing this. It's really important to making, make sure that you are researching people that know how to analyze these tests and what tests to order. Because if the wrong test is ordered or it's analyzed wrong, you could be told that you're fine. And it's just that it's a poor quality of test or it's a clinician that doesn't understand this part of medicine well. So what can we recommend to people in that case then? How do they find the, those people or take the right test? It's, there's a lot involved in not having the background and knowing. I don't even know where to search or look for that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, always happy to help people at our clinic. We do work with people all over the country. And if you want, we're in the Colorado area. So we do work with people nationally and even internationally. But if you do want somebody local, I would definitely look up functional medicine because anybody that's going to, you know, most of the time, not not all the time, there's always exceptions, but most of the time, if people are using that title, they do have an understanding of some of these things. If, if it turns out that you want to search for Lyme as a root cause, and if you have MS, I would definitely recommend looking for Lyme in particular with that um, autoimmune condition because we do see in research what is happening to the myelin with MS is Lyme can absolutely do that. And oftentimes it's not discovered until autopsy and MS that people are like, when we do autopsy, it's like, wow, there's actually these Lyme bacteria eating up the nerves and it's not discovered till later. So if you do have something like MS, then definitely looking for a Lyme literate doctor. So that's kind of the terminology. Anybody that's using that term has gone through extra training beyond their education to really understand the differences between testing and interpretation. Well, so when I was diagnosed in the hospital, you know, you are diagnosed by a neurologist and they refer you usually to another neurologist. So that whole system happened for me. And I didn't start finding out about these components until much, much later. So going down that road as a newly diagnosed person can really um, support your prognosis in the future because you're like you do get to that root cause to help really solve that issue. Okay. So Diane is going to, Dr. Diane is going to be here with us two more times, you guys. So we're going to be talking about how to grow old 
gracefully, which I'm trying, but I, I don't know if I'm succeeding at that. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear your insight. And she's also going to talk to us about detoxification. <laughs> and so as we go through the next couple of weeks with Dr. Diane, if you guys have questions that you want to specifically ask her, please DM me through my Instagram because um, we have her here. And so why not, why not ask? And we will probably, hopefully Diane will do a live with us too. And we can answer some of those questions. So Dr. Diane, if they do have something and they want to reach out directly to you, where can they do that? So you guys can find me at medicinewithheart.com. Your practitioner and listening and you're interested in my training program for docs. I do have that. That's mindbodyfunctionalmedicine.com. And one of the things I want to make sure to gift to all of your guests here is I have an online course called Hack Your Mind. And the online course really goes through how to engage your parasympathetic nervous system. That's the part of the nervous system that sends the healing signals to your body. And oftentimes we're in what's called sympathetic, where it's fight or flight, it's adrenaline. And when we're in that part, the system really is sending signals that say, you know, break tissue down and inflammatory, that sort of thing. So part of healing is really getting your body to send the signals to healing. So in Hack Your Mind, I go through the research behind day-to-day -day activities you can do, very implementable, don't take a lot of time, that help you engage the part of your nervous system that is sending that signal for healing. And, and normally I charge $2.97 for that, but for your audience, we're giving it away totally for free. So that's just a gift to you guys. Please use it. Um, please please put this into practice because it can really, really help you. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Diane, for all of that. That's awesome. You guys better take her up on that. I know I am going to um, definitely look into that. Thank you so much. Well, we'll see you next time on Thriving Over Surviving. Keep thriving, Dr. Diane. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. If you would like to join our growing community of thrivers, there are a lot of ways to do so. Visit the website at thrivingoversurvivingpodcast.com. There you'll find links to all our social media, my blog, and lots more. See you next time when we chat it up with another autoimmune warrior on the Thriving Over Surviving Podcast. Keep thriving. Keep thriving.